What's up, guys? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's completely free. Not only is it free, but there are also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, they'll be able to distribute your podcast for you on all the famous platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If you guys are creatives and want to get after it, I highly suggest using Anchor. This is very fascinating. These are really terrible statistics, like saddening. Lead us in whenever you're ready. And we're... And we're back. With another episode, right, Logan? Uh, Let me double check that. That's episode 44. I think you're right. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Double four. Forty-four. Welcome back <laughs> to episode number 44. Um, uh, we missed you guys. We did. Yeah, greatly and severely. Time for a new episode. And um, just a little bit of heads up, in the next episode, you might get a little change of scenery. Ooh. Just throwing that out there, letting you guys wander around. We might be recording in uh, Denver, Colorado. Thanks for laying it out there, yeah. right out of the gate. Just well, the come on, they're adults. <laughs> they already dude. know. We mentioned it last episode. Yeah, that's true. Did we? Yeah, we yeah. did. Oh, right. And we've mentioned it like over this year, actually. Many times. All right. But. My bad. Surprised you don't remember your own thoughts. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of my own thoughts. We've been, talking, we've been talking for an hour twice a week for how many weeks now? Sometimes three times. Mm-hmm. That's true. We have over forty-four hours of content live, which memory, isn't as much compared to like Joe Rogan. But I don't. I'm not going to remember everything. Memory yeah. is not something you should trust, dude. Wait, Joe Rogan's been doing it for how long? Like. A minute. <laughs> like a minute. He has like fifteen hundred like, plus yeah. episodes. He up. was Wait, like, he was recording podcasts before YouTube was a thing. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'm I not sure so. that or it was at a point where it was so new. But I started I started watching him when he was on the sh- the shitty couch, the shitty the couch. OG like episodes with Joey Diaz. Uh, and... I remember the episodes where it was like the camera was right here, basically. Yeah, yeah. Was that the shitty couch for you? Are those I the think shitty so. couch eras? I mean, we had a shitty couch once upon a time. For a long time. And we threw that shit out because it was so shitty. Pretty sure I bruised my tailbone on that couch. You did. I sat down like right on the armrest super hard and I thought there was more padding than there was. And it was just boom. (laughs) Shit hurts so bad. Yeah. What's, uh, you want to kick us off with something, Saeed? You want to get this ball rolling? I'm kind of chilling right now, you know? We're all chilling. Sometimes I just. I think too much about time. <laughs> time is a crazy thing, gentlemen. Time you is a crazy to, thing. You want to think about it. Yeah, let us into your brain. Let's pick it apart for a minute. Time, dude. Let's give you a lobotomy. Now, I've been hearing a lot um, from other authors and things like that, and just speakers in general, but they always speak about time being now. Time is not tomorrow. Time is not yesterday. It's already passed. It's not there yet. Mm-hmm. Relax and enjoy now. The now with a capital N. Mm-hmm. 
now. Now in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> no! Like a dad writing an email, all caps. <laughs> Excited. Exactly. Get your ass downstairs now. <clears throat> but time. Now we can look at time from a perspective uh, like Interstellar. Or we can look at it from Alan Watts. Or we can look at it from our standard human um, repetitive style. That you mean like like on. a human perception of time? Yes. So when you what you were bringing up initially, the time is now thing, that's the Alan Watts perspective. Yeah, um, and many other philosophers as well. Yes, but when we were talking before the we started recording, you were talking about like Alan Watts yeah. specifically. And you mentioned that one quote, the the time is now thing. The yeah. time uh time isn't tomorrow or it isn't a week from now or a month. It's right now. It's right now. Well, and his quote goes a little different. It just goes, um, I forgot what the quote was, but it ends with time is now. And he didn't really mention tomorrow or after tomorrow. That was just kind of like my thought process. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I understand what he's saying, though. Well, he disagrees oh, yeah. with me, not Alan Watts. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I didn't even disagree. The thing was, it was just like, so when you mentioned that, I was thinking from the perspective of like what time actually is right yeah like you have to think about it almost as a i know when you use this word it gets misconstrued a lot but dimension mm -hmm. you have to think of time as a dimension right yeah so like there's the x y and z axis that we all live on that gives us our three dimensions right mm -hmm. we have up down left right and then that z axis the horizontal is what gives us depth that's how we can see like for example your nose is a lot closer to me than the chair is mm -hmm. that's the depth perception, right? Mm -hmm. Time is, relatively speaking, a really messy kind of dimension. Like, if you want to get theoretical, you can say that time has already played out. Now we're just kind of moving along the axis of it. If you're under the assumption that it's like everything's pre-planned out. Yeah. Right? Or you could just say time is constantly moving along with us. Or like we evolve with time, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right? So... There is a set future, which hasn't happened yet. There's a, or sorry, not set, but there's a future that hasn't happened yet. There's a set past and there's an ongoing present, mm. right? Okay. And we will never step into that future. As of right now, it's theoretically, not even theoretically impossible. Some scientists figured a way around it, maybe. Well, theoretical is the key word. As of right now, we have no realistic way of going into the future or the past for that matter of fact so all we have is the present or the now and that's what i was thinking of the quote in yeah. that terms so it's okay. like technically speaking time is a week from now time is a month from now we just haven't gotten there yet and time was yesterday yeah because we've already experienced that time yeah i see his point of view though oh no i totally get his point of view it's a yeah, lot more it's optimistic. like he's basically saying that you're not guaranteed tomorrow Yes. So just enjoy now. Enjoy the present. Screw everything else. Which well, I think so, I think wait, he wait, goes. I think it means yeah. Like I think he goes deeper on it because it's not like I'm guessing from his perspective, time like the past and the future are just concepts. They do not actually exist. Like the only thing that exists is right now, and he he likens it to the way to uh, a ship that leaves a wake behind it. Right. <clears throat> so the ship. Um, is symbolic for for the now, 
with a capital N. Yes. While the wake that the ship leaves behind is, for example, the past. Okay. But is it technically conceptual? So it like ripples out. So is it technically conceptual? Because you said the past and the future are just concepts or constructs, right? Mm-hmm. So even though you are leaving the wake behind or like an actual physical presence of you being in a previous moment in time, which is the past. Yeah. Would you say that it is a construct at that point? Because it's something that actually happened. Of course, it's something that actually happened. But the point is like you are it's just a never ending series of present moments. Hold on. Quick thought. So if. Time. Imagine time was never defined and it was never a thing and we have never heard about it. And all we do is we somehow just go to sleep, wake up, do things. That's it. Like hunter-gatherers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How much different... Dude, our lives would be insane. Like, the way we perceive and just look at things is probably so much different without time. Even even though time is still embedded within this universe. Like... It's just we put words to the word and meaning. And th- think about like your daily interactions. Like you call a friend. Usually you'd say, okay, yeah, let's be there by 4.30. Yeah. You can't say I'll be there in 30 minutes because we're excluding time. So how do you, how do you go about dealing with that situation? Well, you're taking the, uh, the Neil deGrasse Tyson approach to it, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is also the different dimensions approach, right? You have the, the location, which is your... Your uh, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So you're like, all right, I'm going to meet you at, let's just say in and out California shit. Uh, but <laughs> What up, California? I'm going to meet you at in and out And that's it. There was no previous discussion of when you were going to meet there, just I'll meet you at in and out Then the automatic mm-hmm. assumption is that it's immediate. Go to in and out right now. Not yeah. even necessarily. I would imagine it just leaves with, it leaves the person who receives that with confusion, like what time? I know, but... See, you're thinking about it in a in a in a in a in a place <laughs> where time ma- already makes sense. But I'm talking about you're talking about in a world where in a world where where uh, it does not we have no concept of it. Yeah. That it would play out different. It has to. But I think theoretically like just by even with your example the hunter gatherers, right? Yeah. They would have a construct of time. Maybe they wouldn't have a number. Like, it's not, they wouldn't say it's 123 on the dot. Like, they wouldn't know that. They would, based on, like, the moon and the sun. Exactly. Yeah, okay. They know that, oh, it's dark, so now it's not a good time to be out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's dawn, it's time to hunt. Exactly. Okay. Hmm. So okay. even if there was no technical means, in terms of, like, a number where you can calculate what time it is, I still think we would find a way to keep track of what the time is. I mean, yeah, we would have to. Society would fall apart without it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the only way you would genuinely lose track of time is if, you have, if you're in a room with no stimulus. Yeah. For instance, like um, Michael Stevens from Vsauce and his um, mind, mind Hunter? No, Mind something? I forget what it was. Uh, anyways, he had this series on YouTube Red, and he mm-hmm. did a whole bunch of stuff. Like he did... um ayahuasca in the rainforest and he did a bunch of brain experiments and like just testing human capabilities and other cool stuff but this one episode he's like what would happen if you placed a person in a room with absolutely no stimulus Mm -hmm. right would you go crazy because that's what the theory is Uh, when you put somebody in 
a room where it's designed to eliminate all sound, right? Super heavy, dense, um, sound deadening foam or um, rubber is lining the walls. And then coming out from these walls are like huge spike shapes, which are made to diffuse sound and sound yeah. will get lost in all the cracks, right? Veritasium did a video like that where it's like allegedly some violinist went into the room and she sat in utter darkness and went crazy after 30 minutes screaming, get me out, get me out. He's like, there's no way. Which so he, they've proven wrong. Yeah, he yeah. proved it wrong in the video. He was in there for over an hour mm -hmm. and he was like, it was fine. He's like, it wasn't great. It was kind of boring, but so, whatever. So you're saying that the only, the only time we would lose a concept of time is in a room without stimulus. Is if there's no mean for you to track how long time has passed. Well, then what about like flow states? What about when, for example, let's say, let's say I'm on the soccer field. I've, I've experienced it plenty of times where a, an hour and a half game goes by in what seems like five minutes. Like the concept of time is just not in my in my it's not in my attention yeah. so you're receiving stimulus but you're also rejecting ones that don't matter to you in that moment yeah which is the flow state right mm -hmm. so when you're in the flow state you don't care about time because time isn't important what's important is where's this ball going the next time i touch it mm -hmm. where is that um where's this football gonna land when i throw it is it gonna be in their arms is it gonna be like you're so focused on specific things that something that would actually keep track of the time kind of falls secondary so from their perspective, time doesn't exist during that moment. Because they choose to not yeah. acknowledge it, mm -hmm. I would imagine. Right? That's wild. That's crazy. Just imagine <laughs> being like a restaurant owner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> there's no open 24 hours. It's just open. <laughs> We're just open all <laughs> fucking day. That's it, dude. You, you start a business, you're fucked. Like, well, like, what about 7-Eleven, <laughs> We never close. That's it. They just opened once upon a time. That's it. <laughs> you're, that's a, you're a landmark. Once those doors, door, doors. Once those doors are open, once they those, never shut. Once those doors open, you ever oh, seen some dude. big doors? Can you imagine all you can eat buffet? There's people just living there. Oh, no perception of time, dog. You can't even put a limit to it. You can only. Well, actually, you can say you can only eat this much. But, the concept yeah. of time is for plebeians. <laughs> nah, dude. I stand it's, by it's that very, statement, bro. It's think about it. It's like. It's like dissecting the black hole. Like it's just a, it's a tunnel of crap, right? And then, and then you start thinking, what if I can freeze time? Right. Yeah, Which that's is a weird a, one. That's a really <laughs> weird one, dude. What's the first thing you would do if if you could freeze time? So you can f you freeze time, and with you time can, you can still move throughout the space, even yeah. though time doesn't yes. continue. So that that time does not count. There's you, so much you shit you can do. Oh, there's a lot of stuff. That's a great question. Damn, dude. I feel like your first thing would be like. Does that mean security every, cameras <laughs> completely like? I go to they, home. I imagine they wouldn't catch you because. Yeah. Right, because they're only recording that one instance in time. So if you don't exist in that place at that time, mm -hmm. how could they catch you? It'll be stuck on the last frame. I would imagine you froze so, it, right? Yeah. yeah. Dude, I would start doing. I'd start pulling pranks. I would. <laughs> You definitely okay. do a I'm, bunch I'm of illegal things. I'm going straight to Home Depot, right? And then I'm going to build a house in the Home Depot and then put it like on a dolly or something and then get some poor guy's ass in there and then attach oh, so him now, to so it so it looks like he's dragging Your first go-to is and then Home when I, Depot? And then when I unfreeze, 
That guy's just stealing a house. The first and the, place. Uh, and then what do you know, dude? Fullerton PD's there. You're given. You're going. Wait, so you're using the most OP thing to ever happen <laughs> to fuck with one guy. <laughs> to get and go to Home Depot. To, to get one dude arrested. <laughs> get pranked, bro. <laughs> I've had that fantasy a couple times. Whoa, what if whoa. I just Wait, is fantasy freeze the right... time. Yeah, fantasy is the right word. Yeah, when I was younger, I was like, okay, what if I could freeze time and then hit every cash register and bank within a 10-mile radius? Mm. How much think... money would I make? Well, here's the problem with that. The second that you start time again, people are going to be like, where did the money go? And then there's going to be this whole thing of like, where did all this money happen? And then let's just say, <laughs> theoretically... You built, not even bought, just built a super bitchin' house, mm -hmm. right? Just somewhere. They would figure it out because they're like, there wasn't a house here before. Now there's this insane whatever, whatever house you decided to build on this property, which by the way, even if you did build it on a property that was for sale, mm -hmm. right? Or really just any property, you wouldn't legally be able to build there. Why would I build a house though? I'm just saying theoretically. I would just sit on the cash. Yeah, but what? Do you, how are you going to spend it is my point. Does gonna, it matter? They're it matters not, a lot. Well, the thing is, if I'm meticulous about the process, I think they won't figure it out. If you spend small sums of money at one time, I don't think they would. They have no it video out. evidence. They have no forensic evidence. They have nothing. Theoretically, they might have forensic evidence. Well, this is assuming I'm being at my most meticulous self. Because even if you freeze time, right? If you put your thumb down on that one thing, you're still leaving like a memory of you being there. Like you still interacted with the physical world, the sweats or the sweat and oils on this episode of CSI. At that point, I'd be dude. I'd be, First time we haven't done it on an Epstein. First yeah. CSI. I'd be chasing the, the case of how the hell did he pull this off? CSI catching Zeds. I'd be solving the case of how the hell did he pull this off for sure. That would be the biggest heist of them all. Yeah, you'll never get caught, dude. But they'll still jail you for sure. Put some shit on you. I'll just freeze time again. Freeze Unlimited time. superpower. Dude, that'd be funny if you like freeze time and you pull off like some dumbass shit and then you unfreeze it on accident and you're like, oh god damn it. Why do I feel like the go-to answer for that for most people would be like, I get my favorite car. Oh, of course. Like I'm getting my Lamborghini. Of course. I'm getting my Ferrari. I'm yeah. getting my Porsche. I'm getting my whatever. Mm -hmm. That just feels like it's too easy. And also with the technology we have today, the second everything goes back online, they're like, this car's gone. Where is it? This car is not under your name so and you you're driving it. Yeah, you wouldn't even be able to own it. Yeah. Dude, go through the papers of like a corporate company, some some corporate building, and then change the CEO to you. <laughs> and everything, in every paper form. Just change the CEO, CEO name to yourself. Here's another concept. And then you just walk in there one day and be like, no, nah, dude, what the hell? And then just look it up. Boom, dude, history says otherwise. I'm sure you've got you guys have found yourself yourselves in a moment where like let's say you're you're with a lover you're making out it's ecstatic right there are those moments when I was you my lip. yeah I'm sure you were <laughs> there are those moments those kinds of moments is exactly when you want to stop time and like you just want that moment forever but here's the thing about that that I don't think people realize if you were to stop time the moment would cease to continue right yeah it well, would just, course. it would be the same. And if the second that time starts again, it would just feel exactly like where you left off. And, and I, you would actually not even know that the moment even ended if you weren't the person that stopped the time and you were just frozen. And anyways, the understanding that it's temporary, that it's going to end, that makes it like that makes you want to take advantage of it anyways. 
it brings meaning to the moment. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a that's a fried theory. Very very heavy. <laughs> Dude, so what, have you guys heard any new theories or on what conspiracies or anything? On what? It could be anything, dude. It could be like... I heard some stupid... There's the biggest conspiracy going on right now that... I mean, I I hear about it a lot, but like you, I haven't heard any news stations really report on it other than Fox, which is like never (laughs) the best sign. (laughs) The whole... The coronavirus tests being fake. Yeah. We have this staggeringly high rate of coronavirus in the US, and we're like, oh my God, we have all these cases popping up day by day. And there's reports that like 90% of the tests are fake. Oh, and also there's reports that people have signed up to go get tested. They decided to leave because the line was too long. Mm-hmm. And then they got results back that they tested positive or something like that. Yes, that's a lot of cases. There's also cases of doctors sending in completely blank tests to testing centers. Like they literally just put the swab in a vial without touching anybody, like completely sterile into the vial. And they're like, oh, you got coronavirus. <laughs> there is fuckery afoot there's something going on now a lot of people would be like is that even real bro and I can't verify because nobody's reporting on it really mm-hmm. or at least it doesn't feel like that like a lot of the people that I go to to watch news and stuff like that haven't even mentioned it and it seems like it'd be one of the biggest stories right now hmm. and then I'm not sure if that Florida thing was confirmed but apparently they uh, from what I saw originally they had a 98 point, 98.5 percent uh positive rate for whatever they're testing uh from what from what it said apparently it was a typo error and that it was actually 9.85 or something like that a typo so if that's true dude imagine what a blunder that would be 98 percent down to nine percent could be true you're going from full-fledged fucking bubonic plague pandemic to like oh yeah, this this ain't shit. Yeah, it's quite literal. It's like a an almost ninety percent difference, dude. No, man, that doesn't make any sense. I know, right? That's the thing. I'm like, I don't even know. Yeah, because you hear stories and you read certain reports and stuff like that, and you're like, I don't know if I can take this seriously, just because like obviously we see the case numbers going up and up and up, and they're not seeming to stop anytime soon. Yeah, you know what the solution to this is? What for hmm. us to get to the truth? Just let time pass, and eventually it will come out. Dude, Time by Hans Zimmer. <sighs> oh. uh-huh. It's like <laughs> bliss in a song, but also hopeful. That's next level. And just it's, very, it's blissful hope. Wait, Time? If I'm track. thinking about the right track, um, it also has yeah, a very from, sad undertone. Yeah, from Inception. It's like a melancholy <laughs> type of... You know, it's from Inception, from in, bro. It's from, <laughs> yo, dude, have you ever seen... Wait, hold on. Have you ever seen fucking Inception? <laughs> Dude, Chris Knoll, though, the raddest direct. <laughs> I love how you just shorten just, random ass words. Yeah, like dude. you were talking about a concussion and you were just like, I was just like, he got bro, concussed. Dude. Yeah, bro. Well, that's, that's a real my word. head on that floor. Dog. That's the past tense. Well, the way concuss- he said it made it sound like it was original. Yeah. But concussed, dude. Concussed. That's why. Okay. Yeah. Concussed is Not different. Concuss. I thought you were just going to say, yeah, he got cushed the other day. I'm like, what does that even yeah, mean? What the hell? What are you oh even God, saying? Oh, my God. Object, Your Honor. <laughs> Don't you just love how we create our own language? That's going to be that's gonna be me in a couple weeks in jury duty. <laughs> I'm concussed. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even think as a jury you're allowed to call for an objection. 
Dude. You just stand up, objection. And it's like, your honor, I severely object <laughs> to yeah, that. Severely. Don't you, don't On you the get, grounds that that's super unrad. Okay. Yeah. Don't you get fined or jail time for that? Obstruction of uh, something? What, obstruction of what? If you just if you just start interrupting like a court session or court hearing. Um, no. Well, maybe I think maybe if you just randomly barge in and you're like this piece of shit and like you just yeah. go off or whatever. Um, usually, if if someone's like in the jury and they like kind of just get too loud or something or they object, objection, whatever. Like they have it's the good right way to, to get kicked out. Yeah, you can get kicked out, but usually it goes with like one warning and then another secondary severe warning and then the third one they just take you out three strikes are out hmm. yeah that's it three strikes hmm. pretty straightforward yeah interesting it's weird how much of the american legal system was based off of baseball <laughs> <laughs> oh and we got a home run he is guilty ladies and gentlemen bang 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 <laughs> have you guys ever watched like videos of uh court scenarios that just go out of control um yeah the last the last one i saw was larry nassar that piece of shit. That's the uh, Larry Nassar was the, the uh, oh, he was oh, the, the, uh, the women's teacher. Olympic um, medical advisor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. Yeah, that that is an that insane one, case. That one was rough. But, uh, I saw a video and of Tur of uh, Turkey's parliament. It only showed it didn't show the context before, but all of a sudden these old guys, everyone in parliament, just starts throwing punches. It's like a full-on brawl. Dang, dude. And then they were like, this is the energy that the American system needs. That's crazy. We just need Biden and Hillary to start throwing punches. Yeah, but one of the parents. Throwing bows in the octagon. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. Hillary's mounting. She's going for the ground and pound. She's <laughs> Could you imagine if that's how Why we Why don't we have a politics? UFC for politics? Because that'd be horrible. Oh, my God. Donald dude. Trump versus Biden. Can that'd be, okay, that... That'd be funny, though. That's old school. People you would want definitely to, pay to watch if that. If you want to become president, you're going to have to fight this out. The victor will take the seat. No, no, no. Not even the victor like becomes president. It's just in the back of the voters' minds. They're like, man, I just go watch Trump get the shit beat out of him yeah. by Biden or vice versa. You know, like in the back of your mind, you're like, fuck. Like, Trump would def definitely win. I don't know, man. I'm not saying I'm not saying Biden's like a fighter by any means, but like, <laughs> but when was the last time you saw Trump pumping iron or just really doing any? The thing is, Biden has a strong oh, ground dude, game. I feel like Biden would win because he just smell him to death. Oh my god! <laughs> just fucking molest him to death. <sighs> just grab him by the back Biden, of the neck. Biden knocked him out with a good sniff. Oh my god. <laughs> just a good sniff. Oh, dude. The video I was thinking of, though, that came to mind when I asked if you've seen uh, court scenarios go going out of hand yeah, or to, like really falling apart, um, it was a murder case. And I don't know this, I'm laughing. This guy's son, <laughs> this dude's us, or this guy's son was murdered by this other kid. I think it was like to get into a gang or, or just something. Mm -hmm. And um, they're sitting in court and the kid's like smiling and laughing the entire time he's in court. And the dad fucking loses it. And he literally jumps over like two rows yeah. to get at this kid. Full, full jump, fully extended, like doesn't care where he's going to land. He's going after that kid. Mm -hmm. Like just all hell breaks loose. Fucking is so Did tragic. he make it to him? Dang. I think he did, but the security guard stepped in before yeah. he did anything. Are you talking about a parent? 
like yeah apparent yeah uh, that happens a lot he was really upset reasonably so over um this other kid that killed his child yeah yeah it was terrible the circumstances yeah. but that guy just went after that other kid yeah dude it's a good segue Rightful, into uh rightfully so though to the whole parent slash transgender oh, yes. thing yeah so actually you know i'm gonna read it okay I'm going to read the tweet which one of you two sent in the group chat. Mm. I think it was Zaid. Yeah. yeah. But basically, to summarize the tweet before I read it out, this woman really hates men, mm-hmm. and you know, all, all, and all right to her opinion, whatever. You can hate men all you want. I don't give a shit. She's been the, through some difficult shit with men. Yeah, Fair enough. It, it is what it is, or so. whatever her reasons is. She's hashtag men are trash. <laughs> We all know what's up. <laughs> the hashtag on this fucking tweet kills me. Okay. So this tweet reads as such. This is the original one, and then she left a comment a little while after responding to everybody. Please read it. <laughs> the initial post was, I'm pregnant. Congratulations. Congrats. She said, I'm pregnant. Having a scan soon to find out if it's a girl or an abortion. Ha ha! What a statement. Uh, right. Blissful smiley face emoji, The followed by a red heart hashtag Kill all men. Very wise choice of words. Uh, strung it together beautifully. Okay. Almost in a poetic fashion, mm-hmm. if I do say so myself. And then after that, her response to everybody was, I don't have the stomach to read all these negative comments. Here's, here's your update. <laughs> Some people have convinced me to look into raising my child as a girl, even if it's really a boy, and trying to get treatment as early as seven years old. I've been reading a lot about that. <laughs> Astonishing. <laughs> is, it a, is it a girl or an abortion? There are so many talking points on this. <laughs> wait, is it a girl wait, wait, or let's, an let's, abortion? Wait, wait, let's go from the <laughs> so top. straight up with it. Too. Let's go from the top part of the, of the tweet all the way to the bottom. Okay. Where, do you, where would you like to start with the beginning? Okay. First of all, the, the word abortion and then smiley face emoji should never be put together. Yep. Okay. Tell yeah, that's not a very happy subject. No. Tell that's him, not Tate. something you want to be, be proud of. Okay. No. I think generally it's something you don't want to be proud of. It's never... I imagine it's not a happy situation to be in. Mm-hmm. I haven't found myself there yet. And I can't imagine for a woman to get an abortion. It's no little deal, right? No, no. It's a big, it's a big operation. It's a king-size deal. Very scary. <laughs> to say like, the least. Yeah, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. And let's just say this. Where do you stand on abortion? Like pro-life, pro-choice, somewhere in the middle? Not sure. I'm just going to say not sure for now, just because I'm not confident with the amount of research I've done. Fair enough. Good, good. Me? I'd sit somewhere in the middle more on pro-life. I'm leaning more pro-life personally. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think, yeah, if you want to go down that route, you should be more than happy to. And why the fuck not? Yeah. Take like, it as a blessing rather than a curse. Yeah. Like yeah. the phrase I like, uh, your body, your choice. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have some reservations. Up to a certain extent is when you start to lose me. Right. This, yeah. Yeah. And initially, that period was eight weeks or roughly eight weeks. And the reason for that, initially, I've changed my mind since then, but the reason for that was because I felt as if 
at eight weeks, that's when brain cells normally start to develop. And I'm like, that's when it's a person. Right. Like I lean toward, I think I lean towards pro-choice more, but it depends on the cutoff point. Exactly. Like at what point do we fucking determine whether this is a human being or a clump of cells? Like the late term abortion thing to me, especially the law that got passed in New York, I felt sick to my stomach at the time when they passed it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the reason why was because they were advocating for a late term abortion, which if I remember correctly was basically right up until the baby came out or in some cases it was as far as the baby has already been born. No, 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 no. That's unacceptable. And then uh, what actually made me feel sick was when everybody was up in the room cheering because I thought what they were cheering for was the uh, the uh, post-birth abortions. They had some mm-hmm. term for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Jesus, you're just actively killing a child at that point then. Yeah. Right? Like they had already gone through the horrific process of being born, and now you're like, all right, into the wherever they go, which is terrible in my mind. Mm-hmm. Now I've changed a little bit since then. Mm-hmm. Um, the eight weeks I feel like is a little early, especially for a lot of women. Don't even figure out they're pregnant until roughly what was it like a month or two in, which would be the eight week point. But I think at like probably three to. Four months, you're probably still, I think that's a, still a safe number. Mm-hmm. Because even if you do, if you don't know up until that eight week point, right? I still think like a month or two to decide what you want to do should be a safe period, like a good period of time, right? An yeah. additional eight weeks on top of that. Now, like I said earlier, late term, you lost me. I'm uh, sorry. Of course. Of Horrific. Course. Now, let's get back to this subject. Of course. Kill all men. Do you agree? <laughs> you know. <laughs> what you the know, fuck, dude? I mean, I mean, I mean, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> and I understand because I because I have a saying too, right? It goes like this. <laughs> Bitches until proven otherwise. Damn. So it goes both ways, you know. What Everybody's I'm like, "Sidey's sexist." I disagree with right both. Now. I am not because I am a believer that there is good in all of us. So it doesn't matter. No, it's that you use the word bitch, which is derogatory to women. <laughs> well, I'm a fucking simp. <laughs> it goes both ways, as always. I'm a fucking simp. <laughs> the hashtag kill all men. It's just such a deep yeah, rabbit dude, no, hole. No, kill all men. First of, all, like- first of all, you have a terrible relationship with men. Not only men, but yourself. We can agree on that, correct? I would imagine the relationship with men might not be great, but they probably have their reasons if they had gotten to that point, which I'm not saying are invalid. So, yes and no. Okay. The one with herself, once again, yes and no, maybe. But even On, even if those reasons are, even if the reasons are justified, okay, you are the one who attracted those men. Not necessarily. Or, so you're not making a choice to to be with this dysfunctional man. Well, theoretically, like I'm, I mean, this is a really really heavy subject. But like, what if she was raped? That, and that yeah, was that, like the deciding. That wasn't. She didn't attract that. That just happened. There are definitely exceptions. I agree. But I mean, what the fuck can I say about kill all men? It's just well, it's, it's a, a fried statement. It's a, it's a really heavy statement, and it's something that I feel like as a man, you should be allowed to weigh in on, right? Of course. So, so well, you have duh, an opinion dude. On it. Think about it. It's it's like if if you were at a gas station, some guy came up to me and he goes, "What the fuck, bitch?" 
You're not going to defend yourself and be like, no, hold on. Let me correct you. I am not a bitch. If anything, you're a bitch. We're screaming. And he's like, what? And then you just deck him in the face and start screaming, dude. God damn. Because you just called the future. Our approach is our approach to that situation is so different. So I different. I would have just said, Oh, you looking in a mirror and then just kept walking. I would have gone into the gas station, bought him a Snickers bar, called it a day. Who doesn't want free candy? Wait, hold on. Is it king size though? Of course it's king size. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. He doesn't Yeah. <laughs> I would, I mean, it's I pretty obvious where we size. stand with the hashtag killer. No, I, I wouldn't handle it that way, but I would obviously talk back. I'd be like, dude, what the fuck? You know? I, yeah. I would say the hashtag kill all men is rather aggressive yeah, it's, it's a, a very it's radical a very statement. bold statement and then it goes against all of us i feel like it's so. a bold statement that the majority of people would disagree and with. by the way she probably got her to i mean but like dude that. hold on hold on probably not i mean no, men that's, are that's a direct that's a direct thing of violence i would i would think that she she would have gotten her thing banned but is it though kill all men she put hashtag kill all men what if I, I gar- put? I guarantee you, you can go on Twitter right fucking now on your phone. Look up like on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Can you look up a hashtag of something and you it'll can. show everything under that hashtag? I will show you. Yeah, right look up now. hashtag Kill All Men on Twitter right now. I got you. Well, and, maybe and because see it's... how many people have tweeted that, and then realize that all of those accounts are probably st- or the majority of those accounts are probably still active. Actually, I can see the nuance there because uh, I think the the rules are like don't call out one specific person. But yes. if you're making a general statement, okay. By the way, one of my favorite uh, posts on Twitter was O.J. Simpson responding to, <laughs> sorry, super left field, was O.J. Simpson responding to um, the Tiger King on Netflix, and his tweet was, um, his tweet was, I can almost guarantee that Carol Baskin killed her husband, and then somebody underneath in the comments wrote, finally, an expert ways <laughs> Oh my God. Okay, people are hated from both sides. It was terrible. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Yeah, what, what this, is it? Okay, it starts off like this. If I ever get pregnant and it's a boy, I'm aborting that shit so quickly. Hashtag kill all men heart. Okay? Second one, there's this guy. He just goes, hashtag kill all men. Hashtag kill all women. <laughs> hashtag nihilism. <laughs> hashtag nuke us. What the fuck is this? <laughs> anyway, can y'all stop saying kill all men just because you little assholes got left on red by a boy? You do realize men risk their lives for both genders and your lazy asses sitting on your iPhone your dad bought you while saying kill all men. Go on, Rebecca. That's a good point. See, no, here's the Rebecca. thing. Rebecca. Here's the thing, though. Wish That's had. a shining example of what feminists refer to as toxic masculinity. Which I think does not exist. Which, by their definition, right, from what he is saying, mm-hmm. he's directly attacking this woman based off of preconceived notions or biases that he had built up. Mm-hmm. So all the women that he have had experience with that say kill all men, he assumes that they're just salty out of the gate. It's a large assumption, and it's a form of toxic masculinity. I have such a huge problem with that term. Toxic masculinity. You're just a shitty human being. It has nothing to do with masculinity or femininity. Well, isn't there toxic femininity? No, I don't. I don't no, associate no. it with any with so. any gender. It's just a shitty trait to have as a fucking human. No, That's but my it. point is, if there's toxic masculinity. Theoretically, wouldn't there be toxic femininity? But it doesn't exist. These are just... I understand, but I'm saying in a world where if they do exist, pretend okay. that they yeah, do then, from Yeah, like, then it goes me. both ways, right? You're humor the subject, It rather. goes for all genders, then. Yeah. Yeah. But you never hear about toxic femininity. Yeah, it's an interesting point. Because they don't discuss it as toxic femininity. They just say, oh, look, they're trying to soften up these men. Okay, now they're trying to take the uh, fucking 
Oh, here. There's a, a thought here's on a hashtag approach. kill all men on Twitter, apparently. Here's a different approach, dude. If me saying hashtag kill all men offends you, after sharing how 10 fucking men stared at my thighs as a fucking 15-year-old, you're a pussy. Shut the absolute fuck up. Get out of my mentions. Wait, what? What? No, that tweet. I'm like, wait, 10 men stared at your 15-year-old thighs. <laughs> Where were you? That's my first question. Second of all, this there's, is not, there's not much context. Yeah, this yeah is, I'm, I'm just a little bit more confused. I get where she's coming from in that moment, but like at the same time, I, I just don't. I need to understand it better. Let's get, let's maybe. get back. But maybe on that's track. because I'm a man. Let's get back on track with the original tweet. Anyway, the second yeah. part is hilarious to me because she's like, what? I cannot stand these negative comments after you just posted a hashtag calling for violence towards all men. Okay. Wait, I'm sorry. You can't handle the negative comments. Uh, yeah, that was definitely a weird approach to that situation. Like, she put herself out there pretty substantially so, I would imagine. That's going to yeah. piss off a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then she responds like, all these negative comments and stuff like that. I which, from her perspective, they are negative. Yeah. Right? Because in her mind, what she's doing isn't wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. She she feels in that moment, I imagine that it's totally OK to kill or to have an abortion if it's a boy just based off of preference. Right. Yeah. So in her mind, she's justified and she's not wrong. So the outside world is the negativity of coming course. in, or what she deems as negative. Mm -hmm. However, in this situation, it feels as if she's a minority voice just based on the sheer amount of comments that she got that were negative towards her. And the thing that really alarmed me about the second half of that was how she was like, I could just force him to be a girl. Oh, my God. That's that's a really that's a very weird area of parenting that we I don't know. If, have we had to deal with that in previous history? I imagine so, but not at the not. The I would argue we haven't had to deal with that. No, this is a new phenomenon. No, I think it's happened, but in secret and you just never heard about it. Probably, of course, of course, there are going to be exceptions, yeah. but at the rate that we're seeing it today, it's unprecedented. Yeah, unprecedented. Yeah, I don't know. I it's, don't know what the well, fuck I mean, like, to think of this. Theoretically, let me ask you: you have a you have a a girl with your f future wife, okay? And you're like, you know what? I hate girls. Like, I didn't want a girl; I wanted a boy. Mm -hmm. I could just force her to be a boy, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that thought never enters my head. Yeah, because it's horrible. Like, let your per let your child be the person that they're supposed to be, right? Like, we were, I was reading about a case that happened in Texas in November 2019, right before the podcast went up, about a court battle that was going on between two parents. And these parents were raising a child where even as early as age three, according to the report, the child was displaying characteristics of a girl. She likes to identify as a girl, the child. However, she was born biologically a male, mm -hmm. right? And so as the years went on, like it just became more apparent that she's like, I want to wear dresses. I want to wear nail polish. I want you to address me as a girl is where it finally came to, I think at age seven. Mm. And the mom was insisting, I imagine that they got a divorce, but the mom was insisting that She's trans, she's her own person, and she can make her own decisions, which is fair. 
And then the dad came in and said, no, this is just a phase. He's my son. Like, let him work this out. And, or maybe he was like, I, I don't think he mentioned this in the article, but maybe he was going to the lengths of maybe he's just gay and figuring it out. Right? I'm, I'm astonished that she would assume that her seven-year-old, seven years old? Seven years old. Seven-year-old fucking child is able to make his own decisions. It's a child. By definition, they cannot make their own decisions yeah, for the, they, they, for, they, they, for well, their future interest. I don't know. It's but at one. that point, you're violating the person that your child's growing up to be because I don't think they were forcing it on her. In this case, it's different from the Twitter case that we're talking about, mm -hmm. right? They were just letting their child be what uh, she wanted to be, and she wanted to be a girl. Mm -hmm. Like, and it was very obvious. So, in my mind as a parent, I'm like, all right, let's just see where it goes, right? See where I'm, it goes. I'm not a parent, so I can't speak. And the number one thing, if you want to piss a parent off, is talk about their parenting style. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's that's an immediate way to get somebody to hate you. Yeah, that's why in Arabic, a fucking a common saying is, uh, what's it called? Who raised you? <laughs> because we're not insulting you. We're insulting whoever the fuck took care of this shit. You yeah. <laughs> and then, bam, fool, family problems. Anyway. <laughs> My point is, I, I feel like the mom's approach to that situation, in terms of what was happening, was the better approach. I can get where the dad's coming from. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, from Texas, probably Republican as hell. Mm -hmm. I'm just guessing. I'm just assuming based off of geographic location. But like what you're doing at that moment is you're restricting your child from being who they want to be. And by dwindling that spirit and saying, no, you're not this, you're not that. Like children don't really want to be like their parents. They traditionally kids don't think their parents are cool. So I, even if that dad was saying like you're not this you're a, you're a boy and blah 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 like you're just forcing him away from you and on top of that you're demeaning what they think or what she thinks she is I get that as a person which would be which is severely damaging because at least when you're older right you can look back and let's just say theoretically she was like you know what maybe I'm not trans maybe I'm just a gay man or just a man like a, a mm -hmm. heterosexual man. And they look back and they're like, yeah, remember when I was wearing dresses and nail polish and stuff like that? Like, oh, man, that was. But how like, common is that amongst children? I don't know. I never did that. Did you guys do that? Well, theoretically, well, not theoretically. Well, this like, actually happened. Like as a, wanted to be a woman? As a child, did you put makeup on and shit? And you're like My, putting dresses mm, on? I did. Yeah. You did? I did. But as a joke, not really a joke. It's just kind of like, what, you're playing a game? You're having fun? I don't know. I did. And it was more along those lines. It yeah. was like I was just trying to have fun with my sister. And yeah. something mm. my sister liked to do exactly. was, you know, I mean, we can't ride bikes and skateboards outside all, all day, which you can. But I mean, like, she wants to do girly things, like have a tea party or yeah. dress up like as a fairy princess, whatever. <laughs> We've all had our tea parties. Yeah, dude. So, I, you know what? I'm, I'm like four <laughs> or five years old. I put on the dress. She has like a little makeup kit thing. She put it on me. Yeah, and it's like as a child, you have no concept of like... No. You don't judge yourself for doing these things. No. No, and especially because at that time, I I wasn't even aware of what gay or heterosexual mm -hmm. or trans is. And it's like the amount of knowledge and information that these kids have access to now is so much more than we had to deal with when we were kids. So the fact that that child can even... that The, the fact that that child even knows that... One, not, not that he wants to be trans... 
or sorry, sorry, the fact that she wants to be trans uh-huh. is remarkable to me at all. Like at seven years old, I I knew things happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew that I knew what things were for, but it wasn't really like my forte. Like I didn't have a deep knowledge on it till I was much older. Yeah. But it seems like these like six year olds and seven year olds, even younger, like are just getting this really insane amount of information that they don't necessarily need at that point in time. Like some public schools in California, like kindergartens and shit, are trying to teach kids about transgenderism. That which, is, which is, you know. I think that's detrimental because you have, dude, you don't even have like your full um, like capacity unlocked for even taking in information yet. Yeah, you're like you're you're learning your ABCs or like just basic math. You're still learning the basic letters, algebra, let alone freaking articles and information of words or like the complex the, just, dynamics of gender identity. My issue is with the parents that take that on, that feel the need like they they need to be progressive, so they have to follow down this transgender road or whatever, and then they start getting into testosterone therapy or estrogen what quote unquote therapy that leads us back to the original tweet that we were talking about yeah the forcing your child to be something that they aren't from my perspective it's child abuse it is child. i I would agree yeah in fact there was actually a case a while back where a boy came out and i think it was in australia if i remember correctly a boy came out and talked about he was i think 17 he was talking about how his mom forced him to be a girl his whole life Raised him to be a girl, and he's like, I don't identify as a woman. I like girls, and she still wanted me, like, forced me to wear dresses and nail po- all of that stuff. 17 It's years. just fucking insanity. Yeah. Well, what do you think that does to his psyche, though? Yeah. That's going to fuck him up for a good 20-plus years if he, Probably, maybe for the rest of his, yeah. his life if he doesn't work through it. Exactly. Think about it. I, I kind of dissected um, parenting, in a way, the way, the way I grew up, at least. Um, and it was more like you get babied from birth up until six years old, right? And then from there, they're just talking to you like a child. They don't talk to you like an adult. Mm-hmm. And then after six years old, they start talking to you like you're, like, like you make mistakes. You're partially an adult, but we'll, but we'll like, you're still our child. So ha 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 ha. You know, we'll have some fun. Mm-hmm. And then there's a stage where everything is all of a sudden your responsibility. Um, you live under our roof, you know, stuff like that. And it's just kind of showing us discipline and more things that are harder on us. Yeah. Right. So that we can grow into it because our brains are still developing and all that stuff. But I feel like nowadays there's like steps one and two are just missing. And it kind of goes straight into like, no, these kids are immediately adults now. Like, we're just going to treat them like Like, adults. why do we have to teach them about all these? They will eventually come across it. Yeah, just like yeah, as they get older. The, just so, that, that was like when we talked about fucking, what was it, masturbation? Mm-hmm. We were like, why can't you just figure it out? Yeah. Like the rest of us. Exactly. <laughs> right? When they were trying to teach that in sex yeah. ed, how to, how to masturbate. What the hell is that, dude? What are you, what are you going to benefit out well, of that from, in okay, fifth grade? Okay, well, like, dude. I don't know if I mentioned this in the when we talked about it, but I kind of get that. It just depends on the age. Like, for instance, I was in, like, sixth grade, I think, when we did our sex ed at my, uh, at my middle school. Yeah, but it was very medical. It wasn't, like, yeah, but- launchy. Like, this, this is turning into territory where it's just, like, they're trying to teach you how to, use your, how to utilize your personal time with your hands and shit. 
Yeah, but my my point it, it you know was I mean? it was definitely medical the sex ed, but yeah. it was like at the same time he didn't tell you directly like how to masturbate. He just told you that like there are ways you could damage yeah yourself, and that's the approach he took with it. They usually focus on the consequences. He was telling you how how to masturbate, how not to masturbate. Essentially, yeah, it's like what, basically it's a test whether you have a high IQ level or low because then you can either understand what he said or just take it in as haha i get it but you really don't yeah when you're a kid so but there, i think there's a huge difference between talking about it and then i think i said this before demonstration dude <laughs> like what are you doing Wait, did they you know? demonstrate it no i'm dude, not high sure school... but they're trying to dig into it so you can only imagine if they want to focus on primarily touching yourself as like I don't the main were... topic i don't think that was the main topic i just think that was well that's a why a topic. lot of people were enraged dude that's why a lot of people were pissed off is because well i i mean anyway like just to tell a group of parents like hey we're gonna have a guy yeah. come in and teach sex ed and one of the things they're like oh well what are they gonna talk about because you know parents yeah. want to know before they sign they're the like sheet. oh we're gonna talk about like a vos differens and you know they usually all the just other... talk about stds gonorrhea all this the consequences that go with it it's stds the biological standpoint yeah. and um well consequences stds fall under consequences but also, how to be safe. Mm -hmm. De well, really depends on what state and county you're in if you want to get yeah. technical with it. Because some are like, the best way not to get pregnant or have STDs <laughs> is to not have sex. And you're like, all right, well, kids aren't going to not have sex. Yeah. That's just not, it's inevitable. Yeah. You know, it's going to happen. So you might as well give them all the best tools to make sure that no babies are going to happen and no... <laughs> Sorry, that no babies are going to happen. It's not going to burn when you pee tomorrow We don't want morning. no babies. <laughs> the problem is indoctrination. Like, whether it's, whether it's collectively teaching kids that they should move towards, like, the transgender area or, you know, it's no different than fucking ISIS bringing kids up and teaching them how to be militants yeah. to fight against the quote-unquote infidels. It's like, it's, it's all the same shit. It's all the same problem. Hmm. <sighs> Anyway. I don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. It's a weird one because well, also when you restrict parents from parenting, like I imagine that infringes on several rights, constitutional rights, mm -hmm. right? And like that Twitter situation that we were talking about, it's it's just a really, really weird area to tackle. Yeah. Which is why I prefer to stay away from talking about those areas. Unless it's like in a conversation like this, yeah. like I don't, I don't post. Yeah, you're about not any I get that you. shit up over brunch. No, like, no, no, <laughs> no, no, that's just more like if, I, if I'm comfortable with the person, it's mm -hmm. like it's a, just a personal opinion or whatever. Yeah. yeah, so I don't bring it up. But speaking of parenting, um, you guys have probably heard of white parenting <laughs> or like the extreme version of it. No. Okay, so I saw this video last night <laughs> where <laughs> this kid named Leyland. Leland, what, not Leland. Leland. Yeah, Leland. Okay, Leland was swinging around a fucking hammer, and there was this family inside. The, what? <laughs> wait, wait. It was this family inside their house. All right, and it looked like a nice little evening, and they had just purchased a uh, brand new TV, and they just unboxed it, still sealed. As they prepare to um, put on the legs so they can uh, mount it, or not mount it, but like put it on the shelf. Mm -hmm. Leland was swinging around a hammer. This little piece now, of shit, Leland. Leland. Now, pa Damn pause it, the Leland. video real quick and just think about it. Why are the parents letting him swing that? Better right. yet, how did he get access to it? Exactly. That's the that's yeah, the first start, thing that start, came to you mind. You start asking questions, right? Yeah. So then 
play the video and then you go hmm that's weird and then the mom is just saying leland no stop leland give me the hammer give me the hammer leland and then um what's it called he punch uh, he smashes the tv with it once and the, she's like leland Oh my God! You're gonna get grounded. The dad is very yeah. passive aggressive. He he yeah. he wants like he's mad, but he's not. He doesn't want to show it yeah. at all. And then they're like, "Leland, give me the hammer." And then he goes for another swing. This time he dents the TV Bro, this right guy in put the center. Four fucking holes yeah. in the TV. So. And then she was like, "Leland, you are you don't have you have no idea how grounded you are." And I'm like, "What the hell?" And the dad was like, "Oh man." Jeez, we just bought. I didn't even take the tag off. Come on, man. It's an objective yeah. example of shitty parenting. He's like, give me the hammer, Leland. Give me. I'm like, dude, what the hell is going? Like, and I told Zade immediately if that was happening in my oh household. Oh my god, dude, Arab households. You best believe we're going into. We stepping into the other room. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. You At better be prepared house, for would, UFC. Oh, baby. Wait, hold on. Open the closet. Pick your weapon. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> Oh, dude, I'll take the chonklas all yeah, day. Dude, I'll take the chonklas. Oh my god. Yeah, but anyway, some mo- some moms are like American sniper with the chonklas. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh god, yeah. What, what do you think about that, dude? Like that that yeah. That, be a, that hurts my head. Be a fucking parent. <laughs> be a goddamn parent for once yeah. in your life. Like, sorry for insulting your parenting style, but obviously it ain't working. Yeah. Because your child's still running amok and breaking all your shit. Mm-hmm. And those people who are like. You're, you're 20, 20, 21, 22, 23. You can't comment on my parenting. I know. Of course I fucking can. It's objectively shitty. Yeah. It's like... I don't it's have not... to be... I don't have to be a parent. I don't have to be 50 plus years old to know whether or not this is healthy or not. Hold on, hold on. Why do parenting classes exist? For that reason. Because there is such thing as bad parenting. Because you have to learn how to be a good parent. Also, but there's also bad parenting classes. Yeah. Where yeah. I guarantee you, in some of those classes, they teach you how to handle situations. Yeah, exactly yeah, but, like but the that. but the point is that is that they exist and people sign up for them. Mm-hmm. So then, it, it has to come from your will to go. Because also, could you imagine, to find out? You have you to be, imagine anything more terrifying though. Hmm? Like, could you imagine anything that'd be more terrifying? What than what? Having a kid. More terrifying? Yeah, dude. I would. I wouldn't put it as I, terrifying. I. I. For me personally, like I, I can picture myself having children, but. The sheer responsibility absolutely that comes along with that mm. absolutely like that's what we can't understand, and that's why parents get frustrated and on like realistically so because we don't have this little version of us, this mini me as my mm-hmm. dad calls me, right mm-hmm. <laughs> We don't have many versions of us running around, and we aren't worrying if they're dead twenty four hours a day, yeah mm-hmm. that has to be so taxing. As a parent, and the second that that baby comes out, it gets real. If you care about your child for the rest of your life, you will be wondering: Are they dead or are they alive? Yeah. Well, I see it like if, hypothetically. If I were to have a kid unexpectedly, right? Mm-hmm. I see it as an opportunity to rise up to the responsibility. I think of it as like a, you just unlocked a new achievement in this game called life. <laughs> because inevitably, most of us are going to you become another parents. Little, you put a, another yeah. little peg into the RV in yeah. the game of life. Move along. Exactly. <laughs> inevitably, like, most yeah. of us are going to become parents, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you just have to mature quicker. Yeah, that's, that's it. All it did was that the universe just said, hey, we just moved your spot quicker than mm-hmm. you thought. So there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> it's time to nut up or shut up. <laughs> 
Well, really is nut up or <laughs> pun intended. Zombie line, dude. I've never heard that. Have you seen Zombie Line? I have. That's in Zombie Land. It's a good movie. <laughs> it's in Zombie Land like two or three times. Nut up or shut up. It's in the oh the only God. two scenes I remember was it was in the beginning. I think uh I think uh Woody Harrelson said it. Yeah. And Love then him. um and then uh in the end of the movie, Jesse Eisenberg said it. And he was like, It's time to nut up or shut up. Let's fuck this clown. And I was like, <laughs> I rallied so hard. I was like, Yes, let's go. I hate clowns. Let's go, baby. Clowns are creepy as shit, oh, man. man. Um, What's enjoyable about a clown? A clown? Nothing. Like a circus clown. What, um, what's look, enjoyable about Unless that? he has like some magic talent or like some... Watching him walk okay, in those a, funny ass shoes. Are, I'm not even a fan I mean, of clowns. kind of enjoyable. I'm a fan of mimes. Wannabe French model. <laughs> yeah, you're such a wannabe Adidas French model. Ah. Uh. <laughs> No, the clowns are just, I think they're creepy for the most part. Super creepy, right? Yeah. Like, Especially if it's an out of shape guy who's just like, you know, he's in his 40s. He's doing this as a side gig. Also, <laughs> why the fuck do you, want, do you want to be around kids as a clown? I don't know. Suspect. Well, well, that's not necessarily true. I mean, like, I imagine they enjoy just bringing joy to children. Yeah. Sure. Like, for example, like, uh, Mr. Rogers was not a clown. Very much the exact opposite of a clown, but he loved bringing joy to children that much. I can see that. Yeah, but why? No, I'm kidding. He, he cared. He's like, they're they're what's tomorrow, and I they feel need... like Zay's trying to pick at something else, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like, why though? Like deeply. And like, if, if I'm a parent and like... I have a kid, I'm not I'm not bringing a clown to a party. Yeah, yeah. we're not bringing because so... you're already a clown. <laughs> there already there will already be one present. <laughs> Ah, no, I'm just messing with All my right, boy Zayd. Yo, Zayd's the kind of guy that. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna head out. All right. Well, um, well, well, I'm not done yet. I wanted to talk about what? something else, and I totally lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, that was quick. Okay. Doesn't the um doesn't the but why statement, like if you're talking about something, and yeah. kids do this a lot because they don't know any better, mm -hmm. right? And I don't think that they understand that the level of understanding something ends at a certain point mm -hmm. especially if you're not an expert in that field for example like um kids will ask why is the sky blue mm -hmm. and then you're like oh you could give them the scientific definition if you want to or you could just say oh when uh when <laughs> get off the, my back bitch like you get start, off my back bitch you start like <laughs> <laughs> Continue. That's the quickest way to end yeah, it. Like, or, <laughs> or, but then you just say like, oh, when the sunshine comes through, uh, blue is the only color that uh, gets trapped in the clouds if you want to break it down, like really easy. Yeah. But why? And then you're like, well, <laughs> then you can get like more scientific if you want, but it's like a child. So yeah, they're always just going to keep asking, but why? But why is that? Why is that? Why is that? And I'm happy to answer those questions for a child. There is a lot of right? wisdom in that. But the only reason I even brought this up in the first place is um, the theory of evolution. Ooh, I like the theory of evolution. Right? Charles Darwin. And the theory of evolution, for example, like at least with uh, human beings, mm -hmm. right? There was, uh, we're currently Homo sapiens. That's what we're, that's the. <laughs> That's the loadout we're rocking. Okay. There's like Homo erectus, Homo habilis, previous generations of humans that Homo florensius that um didn't excel. It's an actual thing that didn't excel once the next version came out, right? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Homo florensius. It's an actual fucking. <laughs> He's just saying Go some on. Homo words. Anyway, Go on. 
But um, Homo erectus. Indeed. <laughs> Go on. Yes. But um, <laughs> let him. God, these ver- okay. like those previous hominids didn't outlive the hominids that came after them. They were inferior in one way or another. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I believe Homo Homo erectus was the one that came before us, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, they were more physically adept than we were, than Homo sapiens are, right? True athletes. So the Homo erectus, um, while they weren't, if I remember correctly, I don't think they were that much taller than us. Like they hunched over, but they still like had that really big noticeable hunch that you see in all those evolution photos. Mm -hmm. But physically speaking, a lot better shape. Yeah. And they were very strong, very, I, I don't want to use the word, but, but I'm going to like brutish almost. Mm-hmm. However, their brain function wasn't as high. Like they were still creating weapons and doing stuff like that, but they weren't using them as expertly or as, yeah, they weren't using them as practically as homo sapiens were. And I think yeah. that they had, there's a, like a whole theory about how they had a full out war and all this other crazy shit. But, um, so the Homo sapiens made it, right? Mm-hmm. People that deny the theory of evolution are like, well, where's the missing link, bro? Where's the missing link? And you're like, what are you talking about? There is no missing link. They're like, well, what about the link between Homo sapiens and the Homo erectus? And you're like, well, as of right now, we haven't found one. They're like, oh, evolution's wrong. Evolution. Evolution's wrong. <laughs> or better yet, like they'll even go past in like previous earlier versions of hominids. And they're like, there's no missing link. And you're like, there's fucking like, 14. Just read the version. book Sa- just read the book Sapiens by um Yuval Noah Harari. He talks about how we actually coexisted with all the different types of uh of previous versions for for lack of a better word. For a while. Yeah, for a while. And then is that the book that has the theory of the all-out war of like I'm, the I'm Homo sapiens sure. versus everybody sure. else basically. But um they always go back to the where's the missing link and there's like 14 different fucking steps. And you're talking about of, millions of years, generations yeah, yeah, of yeah. change, of incremental change. And also, my point is, there's 14 steps. Mm-hmm. You can quite easily see the difference in between every one and how like, oh, they evolved so they had these super wide foreheads and then they became smaller and like a little bit more upright and blah, 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 all that other shit. Yeah. And it's just like, is there not enough evidence for you? Yeah. There's so much evidence, not even in just humans per se, but in animals mm-hmm. alone. Like, um, I think it was Darwin when he went to the Galapagos and he was studying finches. He was identifying how on different parts of the island, the same type of finch or the same species of finch would have a different beak mm-hmm. because it, sat- it satisfied their need to collect food on different parts of the island. Yeah. Like for some, there's just a shit ton of seeds on the ground. So they had really short rounded off beaks that were strong and so that they could pick up these really they could pick up all these little seeds and shit super easily and then other ones had a very long spiky ones so they could like jam into a plant yeah it's not a difficult concept to understand you have different environments and you have different animals those animals had to had if they were wanted to survive they had to evolve for that specific environment what's so fucking difficult about this i don't know yeah, it's just, you tell me it's just nature dude and then, and then you have the concept of, oh, okay, we have uh, survival of the fittest. That's an overplayed concept. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not mainly about tooth and nail war and just, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's about cooperation. Or better yet, just being the most fit in your environment. 
Exactly. Not even athletically speaking, but just like your ability to fit within the environment, I think mm -hmm. is what they're primarily referring to. And I think it just gets taken out of context. It's a whole ecosystem. It's holistic. So like you have to take into account all the different parts. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. My whole point about saying that was I feel like people that deny evolution outright, like just flatly, because there's some people that are like, I can see it. Mm -hmm. Maybe not from the full monkeys to humans, but for other animals, I get it. You know, those people exist. But I'm talking about people that just outright are like evolution angry. Those are the same people who wipe their ass with toilet paper. No, those are the same type of people. Those sorry, those people have share a lot in common with the five year old that asks why to everything. <laughs> yeah. But why? There's no sufficient answer. Why? 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 There's what? no sufficient answer, but you know where you can find sufficient answers? The 2 a.m. podcast. God. <laughs> Episode 44. Let's go, yeah. baby! Coming to a conclusion. Saeed. Yeah. Yes, and um, I just want to let you guys know. Um, I might start doing this thing where I ask you guys, what do you guys think on the three topics we just talked about? Feel free to let us know um, what you think through DMs. Let's uh, communicate. Did we cover it wrong? Should we have done it better? Or did we get it just right? Let us know. And the DMs, and the comment sections, and the wherever. Yes, Just let please. us know. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, we love it. Well, you know where to find us. Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. YouTube. Uh, check us, yeah, check us out on YouTube. Like, subscribe, and comment. Turn on your notifications so you know when we upload and stuff. And yeah, we appreciate you guys. We love you. We'll see you on episode 45. Thank you very much for joining us on another episode of the 2AM Podcast. This has been Logan. Saeed. This has been Zayn. And Everybody, peace. peace. Um. <laughs>